You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. These days, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make all kinds of high quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more, right here in the USA. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs in towns and cities across the country. And jobs bring pride, purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20. Uh, welcome to our discussion today. This is a program where we discuss uh, our religion. We discuss about things that matters in our lives as Christians and things that matters to our lives as people. And today I have Pastor Albert here and I have Amanda here also. And we have a beautiful and wonderful discussion that we're going to bring you to you guys. And I hope uh, everyone enjoys this. But before we start, I'm going to ask uh, Pastor Albert to begin uh, to start our program with a prayer. Welcome, Pastor. Thank you very much. Uh, let's pray. Heavenly Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we want to thank you for this beautiful time that you have given us. We pray for understanding. We pray for wisdom as we share in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, everyone. Thank you, everyone. All right. So uh, today uh, we have a very special topic that we wanted to bring to you guys. And uh, I hope it's going to be a blessing to everyone that's, that's listening today. And uh, just open up your heart and open up your mind. And uh, let's see what we have for you guys. So um, the thing that we wanted to discuss, to talk about is uh, uh, today is why do people say that I give you my life? You know, I don't know if you ever heard people say something like that. Like uh, we're here in the churches, we're here in uh, politics, we're here in weddings and all kind of different places. People say, I give you my life. What does that what does that really mean? You know? What do people really mean when they say that? What do you, uh, I'm going to start with Pastor Albert and see what he what, what, uh, some wisdom he has about that. Uh for sure um <clears throat> when people say that I give you my life I I wonder cuz which kind of life are you giving uh to to your friend or to your or to your uh, your wife or you are I don't know. You have you are in a relationship, a relationship, for example, and you say that you, I'm giving you my life. I don't know which kind of life are you giving to that person. That's what I I can say. Because uh, when we look at people, because um, 
most of the time we say, oh, let me enjoy my life. Let me do my life. Let me, let me uh, spend my life. You know, everything that you try to spend uh, get finished. So if you have a life and you see that you are you are enjoying you are eating you are eating your life you are you are spending your life whatever you spend get finished. So yeah. I don't know which kind of life people always mean by saying that oh uh, I give you my life. So um we have different people in the world. We have um like people who try to act like God, you know? You, uh, they want to command. They want maybe uh, 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 to be like God. So you find the people who are maybe uh, rejected. They are, they are hurt. They are like they have wounds. They have their own problems. Their uh, their issues. And uh, here is coming and say, "I want to give you my life." I think uh, you should ask yourself which kind of life. Am I going to receive? Because you may receive a good life or you may receive a bad life. So that's what I can I can say. And I always hear this even, um, you know, I told you last time that I was um, a street preacher. Yes. Uh, most of the time uh, we always tell people, oh, give your life to Jesus. Give your life to Jesus. I think uh, 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 it's common even in our churches. We always say, give your life to Jesus for salvation. If you don't give your life to uh, to Jesus, uh, maybe you will go to hell. Maybe you, you know, many things that happen. But I, I try to, to think about which kind of life are you giving to Jesus? Yeah. Because uh, <clears throat> if you read uh, here in Ephesians chapter 2, let me go quickly. Ephesians chapter 2 and uh, verse, verse 1. Here, what the Bible says, as for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins. Yeah. You see? Now, that means that you, you have no life because you are dead. Now, how are you going to, to, take, to take what you don't have? You don't have life. And the Bible says in the book of, I think, John chapter 14 and verse 6, the Bible says that Jesus is life, uh, truth, and and the way, yeah. right? So if Jesus is life and you are dead, you are a sinner. Now, you are giving your life to Jesus. Are you giving life to Jesus? Do you have life that you are giving to Jesus, really? Oh, it's Jesus who is giving you his life. Because when you get the life of Jesus, that's when you can now give because you have something that Jesus has given you. But before Jesus gives you life, you, you are a dead person. Even if you are working, even if you are doing stuff, you are a dead person working. You are like, you are like uh, should I say a zombie or something like that? So you don't have life. You are dead. So when you say, oh, I gave my life to Jesus. I'm like, which kind of life are you giving to Jesus? Wait a minute. So I, I think like when they when people say what I think people mean when they say I gave my life, like as I'll talk about church. Yes. Uh, when people say I give my life to Jesus, like it's not necessarily giving your life to Jesus. It's like you're surrendering. You know, like mm-hmm. I surrender my sins. I surrender my ignorance. I surrender. Um, like I've been running away for a long time, but now I surrender. I stop. I stop doing it. So that's what I feel like people mean when they say, I give my life now. 
it's like for example if you're a thief and you're being chased you know it gets to a point that you just can't run anymore mm-hmm. so you say i gave i, I gave up mm-hmm. yeah i i surrender mm-hmm. i gave up mm-hmm. just just take me now so i feel like that's what people try to say uh especially in, in christianity when you, when you become uh, when you become a Christ, uh, born again you're like i surrender i've been trying to run away for a long time i've been i knew the truth but i just did not want that truth uh, you know but now i feel like i, I don't have any option uh, in swahili we would say i'm in a corner i don't have any i don't care. i can't run this way i can't run the other way i'm stuck you know i can't go anywhere that's what i feel like in 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 when somebody say in in christian when you get born again that's what maybe some people mean that uh i think um when when we we say that uh he gave his life to jesus mm-hmm. as maybe uh ministers of the gospel if someone who is uh, maybe maybe we we could do it by mistake let me let me maybe bring it that way as you said uh it's like a kind of a surrendering I say i gave my sins to jesus that's understandable mm-hmm. i gave my mistake to jesus that's understandable you gave my my, my 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 dead situation to jesus my failure that's what maybe we can be saying that's what i i think that's what we can maybe say i gave my mistake my my failures my uh, my old situation to jesus and jesus gave me life that's what i i can say what do you think man yeah i've always taken that phrase as like a commitment um so like i, I give you my life like i give you my word i give you my um you know I just give you everything. Um, and so um, I've always thought of it as a commitment, like from here on out, like this breath to the rest of eternity until the day I die, like this is what I'm giving you. I'm committing this. Um, but I see your point now, like um, if I'm already dead, am I, you know, <laughs> what am I, what, what do I have to give? And maybe, and maybe that's the beauty of the gospel is that, we have nothing to give but yet he died for us so that we could give what Something. we had right yeah. so why did he die for us if we have nothing that he wants and i also i was talking um, when amanda's talking i'm thinking about like you know in the bible Jesus, there's there's people are giving up uh of i think there's a story about a lady that gave a penny mm. and i think it was a i don't know if it's a parable or not It's a parable. Yeah. Parable. And Jesus Jesus looked at all the the other people say look around. That lady over there that gave the penny actually gave more than all of you. And people are like no, no, no. Can't be, you know. And I feel like that's a very good example of what we're talking about right now is like, you know, it really doesn't matter uh what you give. You know, it could be your 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 dead body. Yeah, to Jesus, right? Because <laughs> there's no really nothing. We can, there's nothing we really can give Jesus, you know. So you just give your dead body to Him, so He can bring, put life in it. That's what He wants. I feel like that's what I don't know. Maybe that's doesn't make sense, but I feel it. like that's what you're giving up. 
like um what i what i can say is like it doesn't mean that we don't have something to give yeah but I, i'm just uh i'm just looking at this uh topic which says that i give my life uh and i i'm looking at this christian angle whereby someone doesn't know god yeah so he he's a sinner for example let me let me let me put that way yeah so he ran away from the presence of his father who is god right and then he's he's like and uh, we testify we christians we testify that he gave his life to jesus at that point i don't think that he gave his life to jesus but after he has he has received the life of jesus after he has received the mercy of jesus because the bible says that we are saved by the grace mm-hmm. it's just by the grace that we are saved now after receiving that grace now it's your responsibility or oh, the next step is also to give now the life that you have received from jesus to others because it's all about discipleship right it's all about discipleship and that's why jesus said that go therefore into the nations but before it was like if we look at peter for example peter is like uh his life is uh, we have a failure peter and we have now a a a a, a spirit filled peter who is now doing great after he received the life of jesus now he's giving life to others he's performing now miracles because jesus is already now in him like paul said that i'm i'm no longer live but jesus in me that's mean the life i'm giving i receive it from jesus i didn't have anything anything that i have right now be came from Jesus. Now what I have is what I'm giving. Like when you look at the Acts chapter 3 uh, uh, about Peter and John when they went to the temple. The Bible says that they went to the temple and found uh, a certain man who was a lame, right? And uh, this man was expecting something from uh, from Peter and John. And uh, and uh, Peter and John ask this person to look at them and they say look at us so when they look at at at, the, at them the bible says that uh, they said money and silver we don't have yeah mm-hmm. they don't have money and silver but what we have it's what we are going to give you mm-hmm. because they had already the name of jesus they had already jesus in them now try to uh, 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 to look at this peter when he was still a fisherman before he met jesus do you think that he had jesus he had something to give he had nothing to do he had nothing to give even if he could find this person he couldn't help him but now he has he had he had got something he has got the life of jesus in him and that's what he said that in the name of jesus stand up Yeah. And the man stood up. That's mean we get things from Jesus. We don't get things before we receive Jesus. So what 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 would you tell somebody 
what can you tell somebody, you know, those people that say, I don't need Jesus, you know, uh, all I, I need to do is just be kind to people, you know, give people things, you know, my, my, my deeds to others is what matters. I think uh, that's, that's totally wrong because uh, we have to stand in the truth of the word of God. It's like a combination, a padlock, you know, with a combination. So you have one, you have two, you have three. Now, these this numbers, you can turn it the way you want as you. But the one who fixed it, the one who, who made that padlock and put a lock, he knows that he started maybe with a three, then one, then two. Now, if he gives you one, two, three, and say, this is, this is the number on the padlock, go and open it. I'm sure you can't open it. Mm-hmm. You can use all your brain. You can use whatever you want to use unless he tells you the right thing to do. And if he tells you, then from there you can open it. But if not, then you can't open it. So the Bible or the word of God is the standard, is like the connection, is like uh, 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 the combination, is like the code that they have given us. So anything out of the word of God, which is truth, which uh, brings life, is wrong. Because you you can't think like, because I do good, good according to what? Which standard are you measuring your goodness? How? So you are deceiving yourself. You are deceiving yourself. You need to come back and ask the master and ask God himself and say, hey, how am I going to do this? Because I want to go to heaven. And then Jesus, God will tell you, hey, Jesus is there. He is the way to me. Yes. Follow what he tells you. So on that note, so it means like some of these politicians uh, uh, tell people that, you know, I give you my word. You know, I will be your, you know, your, I'll fix all your problems. I give you my words. I'm going to fix all your problems. I'm the only one that can fix all your problems. So it's basically a lie, right? I, I, I would say, I would say, uh, I give you my words, depend which words are you, are you giving? Because uh, since your childhood, you you were a liar. Now it's not because you have you are you are, you, are, you are now a politician that you are going now to speak the truth. Yeah. If I give you my word, I give you my word that I used to lie from the beginning. I will lie to you. <laughs> that means I need your vote. I need you to support me. After that, I said I will give you my my words. Which words are you giving us? Lies. That's simple. Yeah. Or I'll, I'll make sure that everything goes well. Yeah. But you find that every kind of maybe funds that come in the country, you take it and put it in your pocket. So which words are you giving us? Which, some people even go beyond and say, I'm giving my life to this nation. Yeah. You see, I'm gi- I give my life to this nation. But which kind of life are you giving? Which kind of life are you giving? That's the question that we can ask. Because you used to steal things even in your home. Your mother and father keep on crying day after day. Things are missing in the house day after day. (laughs) Now, you have grown up. 
But you have not yet changed. Even if you even if you promise, you promise I'm giving my life. Which life are you giving to us? That's the question. That's the what we want to know. Which kind of life are you giving us? Do you value what we value? That's the problem. Yeah. Do you value what we value? That's that's what we can ask ourselves. Even in in relationship, mm-hmm. you hear people saying, uh, "Promise each other." Oh, I'll give. I give you my life to you. I give my life. But which life are you giving to me? Which life? We have to find out which kind of life are you giving to people, yeah. and which kind of life are you receiving? Yeah, that's very important. Yeah. So maybe it's like the. You know, um, Jesus used a lot of like parables around like um, like well water type of like the stagnant water or the running stream and like the running stream gives life. Right. Mm-hmm. And so the but the well water or like the just the stale water in a bucket doesn't um, it just attracts bugs like it gets stale and it isn't um, it doesn't it the amount of life it can give has an end whereas the living water the rushing water the moving water um can continue to grow and continue to give and so maybe what we have is a bucket mm-hmm. and what jesus has is a river mm-hmm. and so unless we you know um let him fill our bucket yes day after day after day yes we just have a stale bucket of water that has an expiration yes it's like uh, so, like in Africa, you know, people collect water from the roof. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have like a, a, a like a, a tank outside, and the water comes in that tank, and they use that water. Mm-hmm. And so, so Jesus, we can also say that Jesus is like the rain that fills uh, the tank for us, so you can use it. Mm-hmm. And if there's no rain, you will not use that water for a long time until it's like turning green, and you know when you when you take the water from the tank. Yes. So Jesus is the one that fills up the water and renew, make it fresh and fresh Exactly, exactly, exactly. Because that water, when it sits there, it turns green and yeah. it can even become toxic. Yeah. Um, because it just sits there yes. without that, that flow. Yes. And that's why Jesus said, uh, there, is a, there is a word that Jesus said, uh, he told his disciples that uh, I've given my life to you, then go and give yours to others. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he sent them to give their life. So, uh, like, I can say that giving your life is serving each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's serving each other. It's like when I when I come to you, you are you are. Um, I go to my wife and say, I give my life to you. You know, when we, like wedding time, you know, uh, we make these vows, uh, you know, and they say. I give my life to you. Now, if you give your life to your wife, I'm talking maybe to my fellow uh, Africans because I don't think that in America it's common, but in Africa it's common. Now, if I give my life to my wife, that means she's one. There is no difference anymore because my life is in her life. So we come together, we make one life. And if we are making one life, that means I can't slap her. Yes. I can't slap her because that's me. I can't slap myself. (laughs) Now, why should I slap her? 
Yeah, I don't get that. Yeah. And, and I think that's, Pastor, when you're talking about that, it also comes to how creation, like uh, how God created us. Yeah. You know, uh, the Bible said that God created Adam, right? And uh, and then uh, and then God took a rib of uh, Adam and created... Uh, he made, yes. Yeah. So it's basically you're, you're going back to where you belonged, to one, one piece. Yes. Yeah. So like you're saying, if you... If you uh, you uh, beaten up your wife, it really doesn't make sense because you. He doesn't. It, it doesn't. So there's no point of promising that I'm giving you my life, yet you want to do that to us. So that's why I was asking, <laughs> which kind of life are you giving? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You you see, because you say you're a cheater, for example, you're a cheater, and you say I'm giving you my life. So you convince my mind that we are one. Yeah. But after two days, I find you, you are, you are in a different room. You know, you are, you, are, you are cheating. How can you cheat on yourself? Yes. How? Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. So when you say that I'm giving my life to you, make sure you understand what you are saying. Yeah. So I think you, it's very important. Do you, do you feel like that's, that statement is more a religious religion or a thing that people just say? It's not, it's not scripture. Uh, there's nothing like that in the Bible. I think it's just something that somebody made up. And and we as Christians are just using it in the church. You know, and I don't think there's any scripture to say like that we should say something like that when you're having in a wedding. Do you think it's just like a something somebody created and we all use it? <laughs> uh I think I think um when you look at at is it Ruth and uh, Naomi? Yeah. yeah. So I think Ruth and Naomi, they are kind of promises that they are there are bunch of promises there where she says that your God will be yeah. my God. So it's like the same thing. Because if your God will be my God, that's mean that it shows unity. It shows that I'm giving myself, I'm surrendering. Uh, that's a kind of surrendering to 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 someone's uh, uh, belief or to someone's God. Yeah. So it's 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 very simple and uh, understandable. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is like you can't say that because it's a um, it's a um, I say uh, it's something very very deep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's something very deep. So we shouldn't take it lightly. I don't want people to take it lightly. When you say, I'm giving my life to you, uh-huh. you promise somebody, for sure, when you say it, mean it. Yes. 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 Okay. So, yeah, so I, th- I feel like, uh, uh, for me, I feel like it, this, I give my life to you is, uh, it's, it's not, it's something we just borrowed it from, <laughs> from out there, you know. Like I, I think in church there's a lot of traditions that it's really doesn't have any connection with Christianity, you know. Like we just do it because, you know, we watch it on TV somewhere, or you know, and we we thought that sounds really good, you know. So we just do it, you know. And I, and if you look at it, like now that we're talking about this, is like it doesn't make sense, you know, like. We shouldn't use that kind of thing, you know. And I think we borrow I, church today. I guess church today we'd like to borrow things from the world sometime, and we want to do it in because we we feel like it's good, you know. 
And it's, I don't think it's a good thing for a church to do that. Well, there's that scripture, though, that like we present our bodies as living sacrifices. Yeah. Um, and so I think there are verses that you could probably use to say, like, this is what was meant from it. Um, but yeah, I think it's important to understand, like, when we say certain things, what do we mean when we are saying those words? Yes. Like, the, what yeah. is the commitment there? What is, why are we choosing those words? Because words are so powerful. Yeah, they are so powerful and, yeah. they, and they are very important. I'll not say maybe uh, we shouldn't use them, but what I can say uh, when, before, before you, you say it, think about it because yeah. it's a verb. It's something that you, some uh, something very big, that you shouldn't just you, you know you just you just promise somebody, and uh, then after one day two days, you're gone. Yeah, yeah, that's very bad because you break you break someone's heart because uh, you promise me that uh, I, you give my life, then I'll take it seriously. Yeah, yeah, I'll take it seriously. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't uh, just take it for granted. Yeah, I think that's important. Yeah, I take the whole you. So it's like you are selling me your 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 whole your identity. You are you are giving me your identity. So I'm also giving you my identity. It's like uh, wife and and husband. If we can talk about that, uh-huh. wife and husband. You know. When we say that uh, uh, I give you my life, if I if I were to say that, that means the wife has her own vision, passions, focus, uh, maybe uh, education. She has a lot, yeah, and maybe you have also a lot. Now, coming together. We match everything that we have and we make it just one. And remember, there are some other stuff that I have to just to leave because of you. Maybe some friends, I have to, to leave them. Maybe I'll leave maybe my culture. I'll leave maybe, uh, my, maybe my education. I can't because we have now to come together on the table and discuss what we are going to do. So there are some several things that I can drop and you can drop because of the word I give you my life. Yes. So if I'm to lose because of what you are saying right now and then you change your mind, don't you see that you are making me to be... Uh, maybe a complicated man or a, com- a complicated woman in life, you are making me to be miserable. Yeah. yeah so uh, I would say that it's not bad, but before we say it, we have to think about it. Yeah. Do I have life that I'm going to, to give? That's number one. Number two, which kind of life am I offering? Because there are some other life that you don't you don't need to to take. Yeah. Yes, there are some other life that you don't you don't need to take. Not every life that you should take, like not every husband that you should 
not every man that you should take to be your husband and not every woman that you should take to be your wife there are some principles there are some uh, uh maybe uh, uh uh qualities that you want to see and if you will take everything then you will be in trouble yes true yes so you, we should have time maybe to to learn which kind of life are you offering yeah yes which kind of life are you offering that's that's true yes so maybe i think uh, uh that's that's a very hard uh i guess the ball is on on uh, uh pastors to start teaching their churches and their congregations about what that really means and so when people get to that point of of saying that they actually know what it means because uh, i don't know if a lot of people know what we're talking about right now a lot of people don't understand what it means either they just think it's cool it sounds good yeah. so we need to put it on our wedding or we need to say that to make people feel good that we actually sacrificing for them you know so uh, i don't know what we can do about politicians you know because we, we just have to know that when they say that then they don't really mean it you know because i don't think there's another human being that will give their life for you you know <laughs> except for jesus you know i i really don't believe anything they say because you know i don't think he's going to give his life for me for sure i know it's well, i'm going to do that yeah. yeah i think that i mean um jesus gave his life for us but um when i hear people sometimes they'll say like why would they down my life for so and so or whatever um and but I think what's missing is the is the realization that it was God. God sent his son to die for us, to give his life for us. Mm. And like where I may have a level of I'm willing to sacrifice this for people, I'm not willing to sacrifice my children for anyone. <laughs> you know, so like that's a whole nother level of of giving of life like yes jesus gave his life and willingly but god sent him to give his life for that purpose and i am not a mother who can do that <laughs> so. I, don't, i don't think there's anybody that would do it you know, like, you know, i think there's only two people in the bible like god and abraham you know when abraham didn't have to follow through like god was god just like him. You know, yeah, that, he was giving uh, a foreshadow of what he was about to do. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think anybody else in the Bible did that. You know, like so that was just like a he was giving us uh, a foreshadow of what Jesus, was, what God Himself was going to do. Mm-hmm. You know, when Jesus uh, he told Abraham to offer Isaac. You know, uh, and he was going to do it. You know, like it's crazy yeah. to, like, <laughs> to actually see somebody. He was ready to do it. If God didn't stop him, I probably he probably could have would have uh, would have done killed uh, Isaac. You yeah. know, but God did not was that wasn't his plan. You yeah. know, so he stopped him. I think um the way also we can give our lives maybe to um maybe to to God or to our churches is also uh through what we are doing for God yeah. in his kingdom you know uh you know when you look or you test maybe your your sweat when you test your sweat uh it's a kind of salty so and the salt is meant to to preserve 
to give to give life so uh when we said serving god we are giving our life back to him it's like as we are giving to uh to the church we are giving our tithes we are giving uh offerings you know those are kind of sweat because you go you sweat in order to get money so giving to to god is uh, is this like you are giving your life because the sweat was was transformed into money and then you are giving that sweat which is money to god mm-hmm. so you are giving your life to god so uh anything that you do maybe you are singing maybe you are asha maybe anything that you do maybe in your local church that's another way that we can give to god and when we go around in our community because god is all about our community god is all about uh the nations so the eyes of god is is outside so when we go maybe to our neighborhood we go to in our community and we share with them the gospel the time that you are spending you are not actually you are not spending you are investing in the kingdom of god so you are giving your life to others and that's what god want us to do yeah so when when we say that i give my life to to god i give my life to jesus i think that's uh that's maybe the the meaning yeah that's kind of the meaning that we we can we can have yeah yeah and i feel also it would be it also me to me i feel like it means also that you're living your own life now you know your whatever like kind of life you're living you forget it you start living a different life like you um for example if you like you're saying alcoholic and you were just a thief you were doing crazy stuff and then all of a sudden they're like I stopped that life now I'm giving I'm giving everything to God now mm-hmm. and I'm giving, I'm I'm starting a new, a new beginning mm-hmm. I feel like that's also a kind of, uh, something that it might mean that uh, when we say we're giving our lives to Jesus mm-hmm. uh we we start it's a new beginning for us like we were born like like why that's why we call we're born again now mm-hmm. like the old is gone we're starting afresh yeah. yeah yeah because i i don't think that someone may say that i'm i'm doing my life some people say what, that yes they always say that <laughs> or some people say that i don't i don't care about god right. some people say i don't know if god is there you hear people saying that <laughs> but uh, let me let me bring this like uh when you are like in in a in a aeroplane aircraft right mm-hmm. so and uh, there is something happening something happening and you see like this is at uh, the time that now is this is the end this is the end have you ever realized that you will come to realize even if all the people in the in in that in that uh airplane used to confess that they don't know god they don't they don't they are they are living their own life you will realize that at least every person will pray to god 
to take that situation away. Why yeah. do they pray? Because you're scared. Because they don't have <laughs> life. They know that time has come now. The owner of the life is taking it. Yeah. What, what they call life. You see? So people understand that there is God, but they pretend to say that there is no God. But people know that there is God. I've had an argument with people that actually think they, they don't, they think they call themselves atheist. And they, they give you all these facts to why there's no God. I don't, I, don't, I don't believe in that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't either. But like, they try to conv- tell me why there's no, there's no God. And they have like reasons. You know, like, it's, it's, it's a little crazy, but there's people like that. No, I think it's a, it's a kind of, you know, it's like, it's like you don't want people to tell you about your mistakes. Yeah. So the way that you can stop them is to tell them, I don't believe that God is there. Because when somebody says that, I don't believe that God is there, it means don't tell me about all the wrong things that I'm doing. So I don't believe that there is God who can judge the wrong things that I'm doing. But they know that there is God. But they fear people to come and convince their mind and hearts that what you're doing is wrong. So they want to continue in that uh, situation, convincing their mind and uh, and uh, and the heart and everything that there is no God, so that they can continue without. You know, it's like their conscience always keep on telling them that what you are doing is 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 wrong. Yeah, but they want to convince as they confess, as they confess, there is no God, there is no God, there is no God, so that their mind may not maybe take it that oh, there is God who will punish what I'm what I'm doing. You see. So what, what can you tell somebody? You know, I've heard people ask me, so you you Christian, yes, yeah. If you tell me there's God, why is this God allowing, you know, hurricane destroy people's homes? Why is God allowing, you know, people to die? If he's a good God, why is he allowing all these bad things to happen? <laughs> you, have you ever heard people say that? Yeah, I always uh, hear people saying that, but I think uh, God is 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 omnipotent. And he doesn't have any counselor. He does what he wants. So we are not there to to command God to do what what to do. Yeah, somebody told me he doesn't want to believe in somebody that thinks that he can he's in charge of everything, yet he doesn't control the bad side. <laughs> <laughs> like if he's in charge of everything, why is he only allowed the bad stuff? Which yeah. bad stuff? Because yeah. Christian died and and non Christian died. Yeah. Yes. I think it's just that um, he created everything and he said it was good. That's the creation, right? Yeah. But then sin entered this world. And that's what we see playing out every day mm-hmm. is sin. Um, and so there is the redemption plan of bringing us back. But we chose this direction. And even the earth is crying out mm-hmm. with the hurricanes and the tornadoes. And uh, you know, it's that whole um, free will piece that we put all of this in motion um, with our own sin. And so that's what has created this brokenness in the world. And, but he set forth his son so that we would be, we would have a chance to come back. And yep. that what that eternity would look like is, I mean, that is, that's the definition of a good God. Yeah. 
I, I guess it's just hard sometimes when you talk, you know, talking to some people, especially in America, where people are so independent, you know, like they feel like they have power over their lives. They don't need God to help them. That's, you know, that's, they, that's, that's Godship. Yeah. And they feel like, why do I need God in my life? Like, uh, he doesn't help me with anything, you know, like they actually <laughs> say stuff like that, you know? And, uh, you know, if you're a Christian, especially from Africa, it just doesn't make sense, you know, because you know there's God, you know, for a lot of reasons. Uh, and when somebody says stuff like that, you, you try to understand them, you know, where they're coming from. Like, you feel like you're in charge of your life. That's that's how people are raised here. Like, you, you have, you're in charge of your life and your success and everything. So they feel like, I have worked so hard to get here without God, so why do I need him right now? <laughs> <laughs> until something bad happens. Yeah, until something, you know, until something bad happens, and then they're like, oh God, oh God, oh God. So I think there's a lot of hypocrisy there. Yeah, because yeah. You don't just need him when things are bad, but then you, you give yourself uh, kudos for all the progress you've made in your life, all the success you've made in your life, God didn't help you at all. I did it myself. Yeah. <laughs> you know. That was even the idea of, of um, Adam and Eve when, when the devil came to, to tempt them and say, oh, you know, uh, God uh, uh, forbid this tree uh, so that if you eat it, you know, the fruit of this tree, you will be like God. God. Mm. So, Many people want that that status, that level. So, and the, most of people think that they are there, so they can do things without God. But uh, when you read the book of John, chapter fifteen and verse five, Jesus is saying that he's talking about the sap and the, the branch and the, you know uh, the fruits and the, you know how we have to remain in him in mm-hmm. order to, to bear much fruit. But uh, it says that without me, Jesus said, without me, you can't do nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, there's this old joke that said um, that a, a scientist went to God and said, okay, God, uh, we want to have a contest. And so uh, you make a man and I'll make a man, you know, mm-hmm. and... Um, uh, we'll see who who makes one better. Like we don't need you anymore. Mm-hmm. We, we figured it out, and God's like, okay, let's go ahead. And so the scientist bends down to uh, pick up the dirt, and God's like, uh, uh-uh, uh, you get your own dirt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> don't use my stuff. <laughs> don't use my stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> get your own. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I think good. we we're so smart, <laughs> yeah. but yet, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I think it's it, it's uh, I don't know what it is, but maybe maybe uh, it's because when you're desperate, like when you don't know what else to do, that's when you think you need that. People Americans sometimes say the higher power, but they don't want to say God. You know, there, there's like a higher power there, like you know. Yeah, what is the higher power there? Like, you know, like if you ask them, like, you know, I just believe there's a higher power, but I don't believe in God. You know, so so it's like, what is this? Like, like some 
power from us. <laughs> <laughs> I think higher power is like it's meant to be uh, politically correct, right? So if you believe in Allah, or if you believe in God, or you know, if you're you know Hindu and you have uh, all these other gods, like, so you don't want to offend other people to say God. Yeah, so it's yeah. like everybody has their own higher power. Yeah, you know? I think some some uh, sometimes uh, when we go beyond the boundaries of God. Uh, we try to do things uh, by our own, and uh, we can run for sure. We can, we can go. Uh-huh. But uh, one thing that is true, you will be disappointed. Yeah. Yes. It's like somebody uh, uh, um, with a bike. You know, you are on the bike, and then it's a, a plain place. You know, there is no hill. There is nothing. So you like. You go fast, and then there is a, a, a kind of truck with the, all the material, and it's just going slowly, 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 slowly. And then you feel like you are running faster. But when you reach on a hill, then you can't, you can't accelerate anymore because you are using manpower. So you feel like you cannot go Faster. Faster. And you can't even do anything. So the truck will come because it's using, it's using the, uh, uh, um, the engine, will bypass you. Yeah. And then it will go very far. It can, from here even to, to New York, from here even to Canada, from here even to anywhere. But uh, you, can't, you can't go beyond Colorado Springs. It's just here. With the bike, you yeah. are just... Here, so that's how a man is. Sometimes we think that oh, we can do better than even God, because you know, with God, with all the instructions, you know, with all the boundaries, you know, with all the laws, we, you know, you know, you know, you know, we think that we can do things without God. But as we are going, we get disappointed, and we're like, oh, I wish if I could go back and maybe and ask God what I should do. What is the next level? So for Christians, we don't advise people to think that they can do things by their own. We just say, like Moses said, that if you don't go with me, I can't go. So we want every step of life to ask God, what should I do? I have achieved the first, the first uh, step. I want to go to the next step. What can I do? Should I go or I shouldn't go? Should I wait? So you need time to speak to God. We need time to have a, 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 a real conversation with God for the next move. So we don't, we don't think that maybe we are doing by our own. I've seen even people who don't, who don't even bother about that. They, they do their own and they feel they are successful. Yep. Some, people, some people, even in marriages, you find that you try to to advise them, hey, this is how you can go because marriage is God's idea. So how can you go in marriage without God? Someone who started the marriage, huh. you go without him. Then after that, that's when you find people are breaking up. People are like, now you are doing your own. You think that maybe to be alone, you will be okay and the other side will be okay. But after one year, not even one year, just some months, you find 
the wife is in need of another man and a man is uh, in, in, in need of another wife. You see? Because you thought that maybe if I, if I break this one because it seems like it doesn't work anymore and I don't want maybe ministers to come to my door. I don't want anybody to come and tell me, oh God, oh Jesus, oh things. I will do it myself because maybe you are mad. Maybe you, you, you know? So in, in anger, we shouldn't be uh, 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 so uh, sensitive because we can do things that we, we don't want. Yeah. So we, you find that you break it and then yet you need it. That's why you, you break it, then you want to fix again. You break it, you fix, you break, you fix. So you live that life of breaking and fixing simply because you decided to go alone. You don't want to, yeah. to ask anybody. Yeah. Mm. So that's all about I give my life. If you have to give your life like you were, you were saying, uh, for the people who say that I don't need God, why do God allow stuff like this? to? No, the truth is this world will pass away. But there is a new life which is eternal life. And that's what you need. You don't, you don't, you don't follow God because he gives you stuff. No, we are here because of eternal life. We are not here because of stuff. Because if it's stuff, everyone can make, everyone can have stuff. Actually, those who are not even born again have more than, than, than Christians. Yeah. So we are not here for material. No, we are not here for material. You are not a Christian because you want God to give you marriage. You want God to give you a house. You want God to, to buy you a car. You want maybe God to, to take you to the nations. You want, no. You want God. You came to salvation, number one, for eternal life. And that's what everyone needs. For me, before I be, uh, decided to become a Christian, I, I, I asked myself a lot of questions. You know, I used to, I don't like anything to, for, to do with Christianity. And then I was asking myself, like, so I'm just one person like this. So do you want to tell me that all of these millions and millions of people that follow Jesus are stupid? I'm... I'm the smart one, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I used to ask myself like that. I'm like, I might be so smart and, and feel like I'm smart, but I don't think all these people, like all those thousands and thousands have been deceived, have just been lied to. So I'm the one who's so smart, I don't want to be lied to to follow Jesus, you know? <laughs> you know. And I feel like a lot of people are in that situation too. Like they feel like all this Christianity is just a lie, you know? Yeah. Why are people lying to us, you know? But I, I think you should just ask yourself, you know, so you feel like you're the smart one. Like, everybody else is dumb. You know, you are the one that's, you know, you saw that lie and you ran away from it. And all of us, these thousands and millions of people that call themselves Christians are just like stupid. You are the smart one. <laughs> you know, I used to ask those kind of questions. Like, I wanted to know... You know, I just ask, why is somebody tell me there's heaven? Why is somebody tell me about Jesus? You know, and I, I sometimes, I, why is somebody tell me to just have faith? And and it just did not make sense to me, you know? <laughs> but I, then you look at him like, so I'm, I think I'm just one person like this. Look at all these people so happy, you know, they go to church. Look, they're more happier than I am, you know? Yes. And so, so I'm, why do I think I'm smarter than them? You know, like, why can't I just follow this, you know? You know, and I, it, it helped me figure out that I'm not that smart. You know, like I just need Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
That's true. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I think we're going to end uh, today uh, with that note. And uh, I hope this bless somebody. And, uh, you know, uh, just know that when you make that statement that you're giving something and I give, I give something, you got to think about it twice. You know, don't just say you're giving your life to somebody. Oh, I give you my word. Oh, I give you this and I give you this. Think about it. You know, uh, what are you giving? Yes. Uh, what are you giving to somebody? Is it worth yes. giving? Is it something worthwhile? Uh, or you're just saying it because everybody says this. <laughs> yeah, all right? Yep. So uh, thank you guys for listening, and I hope you're blessed today. And uh, we'll end up with a word of prayer real quick. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, before I pray, I should just say when when you make a vow, as uh, I add a little bit, Try to be faithful to your word. What you mm-hmm. promise, be faithful. It, whatever it takes, stay faithful. Yeah. Let, Let your yes be yes and your no be no. Yes. <laughs> Let's you. Yes be yes and your no be no. Yeah. Father, we thank you for today. We bless your holy name. We thank you for whatever we shared. We know that it will bear fruits. We commit uh, this program into your holy hands. And we know that we are more than conqueror. We are blessed. We are not condemned. And I pray for those who are sick to receive their healing right now, wherever they are, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for what you have done in us. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Blessing, blessing. Amen. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.